episode of beer bacon and bros i've got as always adam Austin, and chris with me but we've got another guest star we're gonna make this little trend here i guess i'm gonna go ahead and toss it over to him this is nate longtime friend say hey nate what's up y'all i'm nate i'm from cinetopical check out our youtube channel we do movie trailer reactions movie top fives and other movie related things we also give away a lot of free digital download codes so make sure you slide over to cinetopical that's c-i-n-e-t-o-p-i-c-a-l on youtube you can find us on twitter at cinetopical instagram at cinetopical you can find myself at movie underscore nate on twitter and my cohort strange wang at at wang strange on twitter as well so if you like movies and even if you don't Go check us out. You can win some free shit. All righty. All right. Um, we're going to pass it off to Adam. So, in today's episode, we will be covering the World Series predictions that kicks off this evening between Houston and the Nationals. Nobody saw the Nationals winding up there this year, but everybody thought the Houston Astros would be. So, we're going to toss it around the table, get uh, predictions on that, and then Chris has a stat of the day that pertains to the uh, losing Yankees in the... Uh, AOCS, and then, uh, oh, with our special guest, Nate, he's got a story from Orlando from this past weekend, so we're going to pass it over to him, too, and then probably end the, end the topics today with Austin's stupid question of the day. So, uh, Alex, I know you got your World Series intro, so let's hear it. Alrighty, so, just going to paint the picture for you. You're sitting down on your couch, got a nice little beer, maybe some brats going. Maybe some uh, barbecue, depending on what part of the country you're from. But you turn on the World Series. There's no Yankees in sight. There's no Red Sox in sight. So for some of us, that's a good sign. No Phillies. For us Braves fan, that's a good sign. Unfortunately, we're watching the Nationals go against the Astros. The Astros have been hot. They're back in it. The Nationals have got some sweet, sweet justice possibly cooking. They got rid of Bryce Harper and went to the World Series. Who would have saw that coming? Um... I'm hoping it's going to be a good one, but we're going to go into now the, I guess the first round of what our predictions are. The game's currently in the bottom of the first right now, I believe, with two runners on, but I'm going to say that the Nationals are going to win it in seven because they strictly have no business being there. It's a wild card, man. Wow. If a team, Just think about like how many times <laughs> have you seen teams before have no business being in a certain game, and they go out there and they play lights out, or they they pull it off somehow. I felt the same way earlier today. And now that you're feeling the same way as me, it's scaring me. So it also wow. should be sweet justice against Bryce Harper again. Well, Bryce, they actually win the, the world series. The first year, him not being there. Bryce Harper called this at the beginning of the, uh, at the beginning of spring training, he was sitting down in front of the cameras in Philadelphia. And he was like, we're going to bring a championship back to DC. I mean, I mean, I Philadelphia, you know, Bryce called it. He said, they're bringing a championship back to DC. He didn't say with him. But <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, I feel that. Like I, I feel like that would be, you know, just the the most best way for baseball to have this happen. But I'm calling Astros and six. I'm calling. I, I just the Astros are so freaking good. So Austin, you want to give yours? So it's official. Uh, Taco Tuesday just happened. 
to happen because uh, Trey Turner just stole a base in the first inning, which means everybody gets a free taco on October 30th from Taco Bell. So uh, October 30th, go see your favorite place in the world, Taco Bell, and get your free taco. Uh, Astros in five. Uh, they lose one game, and it will be the game that Grinky pitches, which will be game three. Um, J.J. Watt did the opening ceremonies for Houston, so they'll win by 100 tonight. So, uh, yeah, Astros in five. That's my guaranteed lock. So uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I follow the MLB like zero. So I'm just going to talk some nonsense for a little bit. Uh, I love Houston. It's one of my favorite cities that I've been to. I like tacos. Also gave a sweet little plug for Taco Bell in there. I'm a big fan of Taco Bell. So I'm going to steal his answer and say, you said Astros in five. I'm going to go with that purely because I love the city of Houston a lot. And I love tacos a lot. And JJ Watt's pretty dope. Why did you go to Houston? Um, I was, I was on Houston on a mission trip. Okay. What part? What part of Houston? Yeah. I have no idea. I had no idea where I was. I lived by a GPS for a week and I was driving a 15 passenger van, van full of, (laughs) college kids um what was your favorite place that you ate out there um it was like it wasn't cantina I, like i don't know if cantina is like a, uh, a uh, it was thing, um but it was torchies it, that's what it was torchies yeah, 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 yeah torchies yeah. taco place yeah it's, uh, just like a gourmet taco yeah it's a gourmet taco place they have some banging queso yeah speaking of banging i had a bang bang shrimp taco so yep they have bang bang shrimp tacos yep so if you're ever in houston i'll just just let me know. I'll give you a list. But Torchies is a great place to try out. It's very much like a Cantina 76 yeah. in Columbia or area like that. Yeah, it's so good it'll make you want to suck your mama's toes. I mean, it was good. Uh, and you heard it there from What Nate. the <laughs> hell was that? All right, well, um, seeing the fact that everybody else is going with Houston, Alex, I, I like your vibe there with Washington and Seven. And I'm I'm gonna agree with it just because, like you said, they they don't belong there, they shouldn't be there, and yet here they are, in the in the in the World Series in in a position they they did get chosen by a lot of the uh, ESPN analysts to win the win the NL East, but that was it. Nobody saw them in this World Series. So again, I do I I like to go with uh and hopefully just because I'm also an NL fan. Fuck the AL, even though Houston is very good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope and hope in a prayer and go out on a limb here and go Washington and uh, Washington and seven. The the MLB needs that. They they need a seven game impactful. Oh my God, Washington won the you know World Series kind of kind of vibe to it. Because if Houston takes it five, you know four one or four two. I mean, everybody kind of saw that. It's predictable. It's boring. Nobody's going to tune in, kind of thing. That's why they, they wanted they wanted Yankees Dodgers. No, it'd so be even bad. it'd be even better. Well, if it goes like four one, four two, yeah, that's but but if they straight out Houston comes out and straight sweeps them, oh, it'd be yeah, it'd be terrible. It'd be terrible what, for them. No, but what if they score like fifteen runs a game? I mean, it's going to be boring at that point. People will turn the TV off. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of that's just a lot of offense. What if like. Well, you're, you, you got you got to think about you got to think about the swing fans, right? I mean the the you know the Seattle Mariners fans and the Braves fans and the and the people that aren't a national. Well, the Braves are, fans aren't happy anyway. No, God, no. But I mean, because <laughs> we should we should have been in this situation. Well, but what's going to keep the swing fans in close games, even match? You know, it goes it goes one zero, one one, two one, two two. You know, kind of a, a close match, though. You don't feel very confident saying somebody's going to take it. 
But I mean, the ML the MLB is is behind the NBA and the NFL, and the best way for them to do it is have a good World Series. But you know, it's going to take Washington and seven or Houston and seven for them to make it a good World Series because they didn't get the huge markets that they wanted in the LA Dodgers the and. Dodgers. Yeah, the Houston Dodgers was a fantastic series, and it was big for the MLB. So, I mean, they, they you know, Boston and the Dodgers was a fantastic series too. I mean, they just they you know they probably wanted Yankees. Yankees they just wanted Dodgers. the bit the more of a big the city. Huge, yeah, the huge markets, right? The big city markets there. So that's why we were laughing. What did we say at the beginning? If it was uh, if it was Milwaukee and uh, no, like Tampa. Yeah, Milwaukee and Tampa. If it was Milwaukee and Tampa in the World Series, the MLB might as well just shut down for 2020. You're not going to be able to make a profit. So, but I mean, that's hey. I I don't listen. I don't say this is not happening. I felt like this today too. The, the, that Washington could win in seven. I, yeah, yeah. It's probably going to take seven for Washington to win. But so I, does if it goes to like game six, like the Yankees Astros series did. Um, does it become a bullpen game? And if so, wh- who, what team do you think has the better bullpen? To oh, Houston absolutely has a better bullpen. It will go Cole Verlander, Grinky bullpen. Cole Ker- Verlander is what they'll do. So if they, so if it gets to like a game four situation, oh, when it comes no, to no, game no, four, no, sorry, sorry, they'll go Cole Verlander, Grinky Cole bullpen Verlander. So. If it so if game it was five. Y- yes okay game game six game five yes game five would be a bullpen so then would it go Verlander Glinky in game seven no they would bring Cole back they would throw Cole three times on game, game so would Cole be so if it goes game seven Cole would be what like three days rest yeah he, yes he, he would be pitching off three days rest yeah yeah so all right well I think uh, that's I know cool. I know Kush you said you had. Uh, another interesting stat or a collection to a stat that you said you had made. Yeah, so dealing on, dealing with the Yankees on last time's episode, we talked about the, the stat of the day, and I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but and I know you probably especially didn't hear this. This was the first time since 1900 and 1910, so it's going to be you know uh, 2010 to 2019. This is the first time that the Yankees in a 10 year span have not made a World Series. And, of course, Alexa, who's a big Boston fan, was like, hey, that, ain't nobody mad to that, right? I mean, that, that's not that's not offending anybody. So um, I made a comment. I, somebody made a comment about how teams hold on to their championships, right? Much like people, you know, proclaim the Dallas Cowboys holding on to their 90s championships. I'm still about and, it, and we still got five. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a Braves fan. I still hold on to the 1995 championship. So, um but, you know, Yankees fans are always like, well, we got 27 championships and nobody else is even close. I talked about the irrelevance of the championships. So I made a comment that I think, and and I was pretty accurate. I said that nine of their championships had happened since we landed on the moon. But I, but I had went back, fact-checked it. It was 11. 11 of their 27 championships have happened since 1969. Okay? No, credit. They haven't had one since 2009. And they've only had three in the 2000s. So... You know, you're, you're you're still good, but let's so let's. Still there's more, there, a lot of those more, 27 are, are irrelevant. But they still have more relevant championships in baseball than any of our teams. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we all. I mean, are you even a baseball fan at all, Nate? But it. I mean, if I was a Dodgers fan, if he was a a, a Royals fan, and you were, it doesn't matter what. If you were a ball, it doesn't matter. The Yankees yeah. still have more. 
New it's, elephant. They're clearly and obviously the number one on the list. And Chris is just like, oh, that's just it's not that good of a number one. Like they're, they're still a number one. They're still yeah, the top listen, dogs. Yeah, you can you can claim. I'll give you credit to all eleven championships that have happened since nineteen sixty nine. I mean that's that's uh, fine. Is there but another don't, team that has eleven but, championships since nineteen sixty nine? No, there's probably okay, to be then. honest with you. If I look it up, there's probably not more than three or four championships for somebody. Can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Why is landing on the moon the line of relevancy? For it was the line of relevancy that I threw out in last episode. So that's just kind of what we're sticking I say, with. Because my my parents and your parents were both born before that happened. Yeah, there were six. I mean, let's my not, dad was almost ten. Usually people okay, say the, dad. the modern era line that they say is usually about 1945. So you bring it back to that and see what they are. Oh, I mean, it's probably. I'm glad Austin threw out that random history fact there. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear me, but. Austin just in the background goes, World War II. Like, oh, yeah, I'm glad you know your U.S. history or actually world history. Somewhat. Um, <laughs> yeah, somewhat. It's probably, I mean, yeah, it's probably still around 14 or 15. It's, it's not going to be, they won a lot of championships in the 20s and 30s. So, so, but I mean, if they have 27 and you're saying 15 of them are, um, hell, almost half, more than half of them have been since the modern era. Yeah. So, still more relevant I'm gonna look than up, all the other I'm going to look up when we got to the 32-team te- MLB, and that's, what we'll draw, that's where we'll draw the line. I mean, on. is there any other sport? Out there that has a champion that's won that many since well, the basketball, modern era. Basketball hadn't even been that old, so no. I mean, you know, it football's again. That's football's still in the nineteen seventeen. Yeah, nineteen seventeen. So I mean, seventeen. Who has forty five? Okay, the Yankees Seven. have won seventeen. So more so, than half, technically, in the modern era. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's, it's still- nineteen forty five. That modern though, Yankees that's starting to look I, a little better now, huh? <laughs> yeah. So I, I'll what I'll figure out is I'll figure out when the MLB got beep, to thirty two teams, beep, and then we'll figure beep, it out. Beep. That's Chris backing up from Insert his original statement in mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have won nine since sixty, since nineteen sixty, which will be in a couple of months sixty years old. They have won nine. So I mean that that does say a little bit. Nine over sixty years. I mean that's good though. Looking across other sports. Not when you look at the New England Patriots, Boston Celtics. Yeah. I mean, Lakers, old old like like eighties Lakers. Um, the I mean, you can match that up with some other teams. Bills fucking went four straight, didn't win a single one, but you know. I mean, yeah, R. You, R. Got, Bills. you got Chicago in the nine or the Bulls in the nineties. Yeah, like who had six championships? So I mean, you you do have other teams that are relevant in their sports, but the, at the same time, nobody has 17 since, wins. Or Since 1960, the Boston Celtics have won 17 championships. Since, right. since 1959 was their first championship, they won 17. The Lakers, since 1948, have won 16 championships. All right. Those are the only two NBA franchises with double-digit championships. Okay. And those two have also been around the longest, have they not? Those two franchises? Yep. yep. Yeah. So, but, all right. Off off the uh, sports topics, I guess that kind of kind of wraps that up. All right. I'm really excited for this story. So, special guest, Nate, please indulge us in your weekend shenanigans in Orlando with Strange Wings. Sure. So, going from the MLB into this conversation is actually a great segue because it involves a guy that was wearing a Mets hat and is a huge Mets fan. Ridge. 
But he'll, he'll go home, Mets fans. All of them, Mets fans, garbage. So, and, and this guy would tell you that too. We talked about it for a little bit. All right. So, me and Strange Wang, his his real name's Dylan. He'll be pissed that I even said that on the air because he's he's very big about you know his his stage persona. So, I'll refer to him as Strange Wang. So we're in Orlando for this big movie trivia thing that we follow, right? It's a big deal. It's got a lot of wrestling influence. Like all the competitors have like walkout songs and like all this other kind of stuff that they do. And they do these live shows. So we're in Orlando for a live show. So one of the guys that is involved with, it's called the Movie Trivia Schmodown. You should check it out. Plug them. One of the guys that's involved with the Schmodown, his real name is Tom Dagnino. But he has all these other weird little personas himself. That's like where Strange Wayne got the idea for it anyways, because he like idolizes this guy. So right now he's going by Bobby Gucci. So separate from the movie trivia Schmodown, he has his own little internet show called Little Bobby and the Juice. And it's literally, it's very like Adult Swim style, kind of um, robot chicken-esque because he uses dolls to do it. But it's literally Little Bobby, which is a tiny version of Bobby Gucci, and this O.J. Simpson doll. It is literally Little Bobby and the Juice, and all these silly little adventures that they go on. And it's like, it's egregious and crass, and definitely nothing you want to show your kids. But it's pretty funny. Anyways, Strange Wing loves it. We started doing reaction videos to Little Bobby and the Juice on Cinetopical's channel, and it got Bobby Gucci's attention. So him and Strange Wang start talking through Instagram and stuff. And then he just happened to be competing in the Schmodown in Orlando. So I was like, hey, you know, get with him. Maybe we can get a video. We can get him to do a reaction video with us or something. It'll be really good for the channel. We can get the plug, whatever. So, but he's famous for bailing on people. Like even the people on the channel that the Schmodown is on always talk about how, oh, Gucci's scheduled to be on my show, but he was two hours late or he just never showed up or something like that. So... I didn't want Strange Wang's dreams to get crushed. Kind of one of those you never meet your heroes type deals. I was afraid it wasn't going to happen. So they we were in Orlando from Thursday to Sunday. They messaged all the first couple days, and I'm like, you gotta nail, you gotta nail him down. You gotta get a time and a place that we're gonna be. You can't just keep talking about it, or he just it just won't happen. So Thursday goes by, it doesn't happen. Friday goes by, it doesn't happen. Saturday comes, and that was the night the Schmodown was, and I was like, maybe we'll get to hang out with him after the Schmodown. Doesn't happen. Part of that was my fault. I had a big headache, whatever. Sunday comes, and he finally messages Strange Wayne back and was like, where y'all at? And we were at some outlet store checking out sneakers. And we're like, well, where do you want us to be? And he was like, come meet me at this bar. So we go meet them at this, hit him at this bar while he's waiting on his flight out of Orlando. His flight ends up getting delayed, and we end up hanging out with the guy for like seven hours, right? This guy is the biggest character you'll ever meet in your entire life life he is this like he's he's charismatic as shit but he is he's different and he does not give a shit about what anyone else thinks and when i say he calls himself bobby gucci i'm not kidding he is wearing a gucci just plain white v-neck gucci sweatpants and gucci shoes he has his luggage sitting next to him in the bar it's a gucci bag but he's wearing this gotta be at least 10 or 15 year old mets hat with all this gucci shit so we're talking to him, we're hanging out, he introduces a bunch of his friends, he tells us all these like wacko stories about like them doing coke in Croatia and like all this kind of like just absurd, like just the best stories ever. And we share some of our like crazy ass stories, we, we share a lot of uh, like cotton and the fish pillow and like, you know, just kind of like kind of ridiculous stuff, right? So uh, the waitress that has been waiting on us the whole time 
super freaking cute. Absolutely gorgeous. And every time she walks away, like all he does is talk to us about how cute the waitress is. The waitress is so cute, blah, blah, blah. So we start talking to her, right? And she starts hanging out with us. We start vibing. It's the three of us are very different. Like strange Wang is just in his element because he's finally getting to meet his like adulthood hero. Right? So he's just being absolutely absurd. This guy's absurd by nature. And you, you know me, I, I, I could talk some shit, but like when it comes to girls, I'm a nice guy, you know, like I just, I hate putting, like, I hate putting people on the spot. I don't like to be weird whatever. So she's got these two wackos just hitting on her left and right. And I'm over here, like trying to talk to her about what she's going to school for and like talking about her life and like all this other kind of stuff. Right. Trying to be the dad figure she never had. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. And she straight up told me she had dad issues and I'm like, I'm in. So anyways. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so, so anyways, you heard it here first. If you want to get in touch with Nate, just have dad issues. He'll yeah. find you. I mean, it worked for your steps. Whoa, whoa never mind. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. So his Mets hat was what we were getting to. Right. All right. So anyways, the video that we want Bobby Gucci to shoot with us, we do a segment on our show called Over Under, right? So we'll pick a, like a movie genre or a specific thing from movies and so, we'll get it. So not the sports lines. No, but we could we could easily do one with sports. We could do like uh, movie coaches. We could be like, uh, like coach from Remember the Titans, whose name I know, but it's escaping me right now. Like, is he? Would you say he's overrated or underrated as a coach? Or like, is this like we'll pull up Rotten Tomato scores? Hey, here's a famous movie. Do you think it's overrated or underrated? So Strange Wang has gone and found all of these movies that show boobs in them. And the video he wants to shoot with Bobby Gucci is over or under on movie tits. So he's got like Jamie Lee Curtis with like her tits out and like Halle Berry with her tits out. And then he's got a bunch of stuff from like the 80s and 70s and stuff like that where that was a little more common, right? So we're getting ready to shoot the video because he's got to make his flight. Well, Gucci, the waitress comes back to bring us her tab and he's like, hey, when you get off? And she's like, I'm actually about to get off right now. I've kind of actually been waiting on y'all. And he was like, hey, come shoot this video with us. And she's like, what is it? Blah, blah, blah. So we spit some absolute insane bullshit on her and tell her that we all live in L.A. And we're like practically famous movie stars. And we've got like four million subscribers on YouTube. And she's like, I don't know if she buys it or not, but she went along with it. So she agrees to shoot the movie with us, right? So we're outside this bar outside of Orlando's airport. I'm filming it while Strange Wang just shows this random waitress and Bobby Gucci tits on his phone and gets them to say whether or not they're overrated or underrated. And she's a fucking champ about it. I mean, like, in talking to her, she told us that she was bi and, like, all this other kind of stuff. So, like, she was real cool, real open. It was a good time. So we're we're about to do the wrap-up of the video, you know, our whole little, like, like, comment, subscribe, shit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then Gucci's like, wait, wait, wait. Don't quit yet. And then he turns to the waitress and he's like, we can't just be talking about boobs this whole time and you not show us yours. And she fucking did it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It might be the first pair of boobs Dylan's ever seen. Besides his mom. <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that I knew him better than that, I would agree with you. But anyways, that's the story about... Maybe a second. That's Maybe how, a second pair of boobs. That, that's the story about uh, how a man named Bobby Gucci, who makes a TV show about dolls, got a waitress to show me and Dylan her tits. Wow, that was that was a great story. I got was, so many questions about this guy. <laughs> oh, Bobby Gucci, man, what a character! Where were y'all at again? We were in Orlando. That might be the most Orlando bullshit <laughs> ever. Not like it's almost more fitting for it to be Miami, but like 
That is the most Florida ass shit you will ever see. Dude, Orlando's a dirty city. Like it's like it's gross, honestly. You've been down to no, you've been to Tampa multiple times for the for the football game. I've been to Tampa for two Outback Bowls. So I have family in Tampa. Don't be talking bad about Tampa. No, 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 I'm not talking. And I'd been to Orlando before for uh, what bowls in Orlando? There's one in Orlando, right? Yeah, the uh, is it Capital One? Capital One Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, I'm not gonna dog Tampa. They got casinos down there. I'm not gonna dog anywhere that's got casinos. I've been to that casino twice. Yeah. 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 How'd you do? Pretty good. So how, how famous really is this Bobby Gucci guy? So I mean, the thing is, is if you're going by like subscribers on YouTube and like how many people you can meet who actually know him, not very. But he is this that guy that like, he will talk to anyone. So he knows so many famous people. I mean, he's telling us stories about like, all right, so y'all know who Sylvester Stallone is, right? Never heard of the guy. Okay, so he's got a, <laughs> he's got a brother named Frank. Okay, and Stallone gets Frank. Like, Frank works on all of Stallone's movies. Gucci and Frank are, like, well, were buds. They used to party together, used to do blow together, used to do all this stuff together. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not kidding. They've gone to Europe together. But Gucci did something to piss Frank Stallone off, so now Frank Stallone won't talk to him. Like, he was telling us about So, like, I don't know what you have to do to piss Sylvester Stallone's brother Frank off enough to where he's just like, I I can't hang out with you. I don't, I can't talk to you anymore. I don't want to talk to you. I mean, like, he's been to a baseball game with Seinfeld before. Like, I mean, he knows so many people. You know, all I'm hearing out of this is if you want to get famous doing the anything related to movies, you just got to do blow. I mean, it's like everything I hear about movie actors are like, oh, well, yep, yeah, do blow. Well, I mean, that's L.A., though. I mean, I, I would it. know. I'm, I live there, right? So, <laughs> L.A. is the city. Also, City of Angels now. It's all about blow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Angel dust, man. That's what they mean. Yeah, angel dust. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. But uh, so do you do you want to explain to to our listeners how you actually came part of this little coup? Sure. Hold on. Can you tell the fish story first? The fish story the, about the, cotton. Yeah. Now, now uh, we we maybe get into getting into that probably. into this little section because I know for us we me Austin Chris and Alex all grew up in the same neighborhood. Right. And. I guess until Chris started working at Zesto's. Yeah, I mean, that's, he, that's how it that all started. How, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know Chris before then. Oh, I'll, I'll tell the story about Nate. So, I met Nate's girlfriend first. Right. All right. So, I was out. I had surgery. So, he started working at Zesto's when I was out for like two months. So, I wasn't even there when he started. Nate almost had his heart broken and he had to have surgery. So, because <laughs> isn't that what it was? Your ribs were like caving in? Uh, I had something called pectus excavatum. So, basically, I just had this big dip in my chest. So, instead of your chest being like flat so you, you and You were like birdcaged almost? Like, yeah, kind of. Like, kinda? I could literally like sit a bowl of cereal like inside <laughs> my chest. That's wow. almost kind of convenient. It was. I'm glad it's gone. I can breathe a lot better. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, so Nate's out. It's not really that important. You'll be all right. <laughs> so, so Nate's out, and uh, it's my like my, my first day at Zesto's, and Nikki, one of Nate's ex girlfriends, was um was the only person I think Great tits. At, yeah, was uh I'm still friends with her on Facebook. I really wish she was. Um, she's married now, so it's okay. Um, but anyways, so she was the only girl or the only person from Brooklyn Casey at the time. So it was it was me and her were the only two Brooklyn Casey employees there. So of course I was like, <clears throat> you know, just wanted to come talk to her, kind of meet her, you know, make a friend, and uh, and get to know people as Estos better. And uh, and so she starts like, 
really like talking about Nate, her boyfriend. And and Nate is this tall and muscular, handsome man with long hair, and uh, and he's got a very macho personality, but he's very defensive of her, and uh, and. You know, he just, he's just, he's somebody that it, it, you had to be special to get along with. So the first, like I hear we, the week before we hear Nate's coming back, They're like Nate's coming back on next Tuesday. I'm like, great. I'm working on next Tuesday. Can't wait to meet Nate. And, uh, Tuesday comes around, Nate comes walking in the door, talking to somebody. I can't remember who you were talking to. And, uh, and Nikki's like, yeah, that's my boyfriend, Nate. And this guy comes walking in and I'm like, first off, he ain't muscular. No. Uh, he is very tall. Yes. He's not that handsome. That's no, uh, I'm very his hair's average. No, my hair and, is fucking great. <laughs> I have great like, hair. When you say av- like length wise or no, just no, like a- like perfection. Dude, this it's, shit is it's, feathered and flowy. <laughs> like the layers just happen on their own. It's amazing. <laughs> It does so, nothing to so it. And at it just first, happens. at first, I was like super nervous about it. I'm like, oh God, I hope this. Like, I'm, you know, I'm going to introduce. Hey, I've been talking to Nikki while you were out. Did like, you ask him about no, his hair? Uh, no, I didn't ask about his hair. And uh, and so, like, we initially meet, and I'm telling you, Nate was the complete opposite personality of what Nikki described. Not defensive at all. Most laid back. Cut shit all the time. Like, literally, was just looking to get us in trouble at Zestos. <laughs> uh, you know, do something that's going to piss Pete off. And, uh, and like, it, it literally just, we ended up bonding and creating a relationship and literally like a week and a half later, didn't even talk to Nikki at all. Like, it's just like, no, I'm here for Nate. I'm not here for Nikki. So, yeah. So I don't think I've ever even really told you this before. I don't know how long you worked there before you asked me to move in with you. But the thing was, is like, I, I mean, I like Chris, don't get me wrong, but I didn't even know that we were that close. And he comes up to me and he's like, Hey, like. I'm looking for some dudes to move into me with me, blah blah blah. And, and like, he wanted, he wanted boys to move into him. Too. Move into me. And like, hey, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that he had like a list of other people that he had gone through and tried, and it didn't work out for different reasons and things like that before he got to me. But no, you you were number one on the list. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, he was in the Navy. He was at the Citadel. Uh, he was moving across the street with McKenna and Mom, and. You were next. Uh, I remember yeah. them throwing the idea of him living with us around, and Angie shut oh. that shit down real quick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Chris asked me to live with him, and I was like, I didn't feel like I, I know we knew each other that well, but like I was uh, uh, my first couple years of college did not go the way that I thought they were going to go, so I was back living with my parents at the time, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's cheap rent. I like, I like the guy. It'll be good. So we moved in, and it just, just like it took off from there. Like all the absolute shenanigans that we got into. The very first Saturday that we were, or no Sunday that we were off together, Nate and I literally sat around in our boxers and played NCAA 2014. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I consider myself second generation cul-de-sac. Like I didn't grow up in it, but I still lived there for a little bit. So like I get to adopt some you, of that. You, yeah, you still impacted it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And for for those who, for the most of our listeners, know uh. Cordesac gang, me, Chris, Austin, Alex, Garrett, Jacob, Katie, McKenna, Lindsay. Yeah, all all the all the childhood neighborhood friends that grew up in in the Golden Pond area, and yeah, and Callie who actually didn't technically grow up in there but was close enough. But uh, that was our Cordesac gang, and we every weekend, uh, probably was down at Angie's. And or Alex's house, and just just hung out and just nonsense. Pure shenanigans. You remember that time Austin blew up your Nerf gun inside your house, and you thought like, I knew a he bomb was going to bring that off. up. He literally he brings it up all the time. <laughs> what do you any mean? Moment, <laughs> any moment, well, there's like a flicker of moment that Chris can drop that story. 
he brings it up. All right, tell me. No. I've never heard. That. What do you mean blew so there was up like, a no, there was like no this, gun? Well, you there, said Alex's house, and it clicked in my head. I was like, Alex is, oh, shit. You remember that time you came out the front it, porch and screamed no, it all? There's also? really no connection to it. He just all of a sudden just makes that connection. But this Nerf gun that we had, because like we, you know, we had massive Nerf wars growing up. Naturally. There was this one where like. What you, boys didn't. You, you had to like pump it up a lot. But it used all that reserve air to act like it's machine gun. So it would just fire darts, just insanely. Well, Austin had come over and was messing with it and then pumped it up and then just like laid it on my couch. And then like I walked outside to go do something. And I was finishing something on the computer and I was going to come outside and we were, I think we we're going to play football or basketball. And from behind me, I just hear like a loud just bang. And I'm just like, turn around, nothing, nothing's fell, no, no sort of disturbance in the house. I walk outside and I'm like, y'all, did y'all hear that? And they're like, what? I was like, there was there was quite a large like, like some sort of like explosion or something. I was like, something happened. And they're like, nah, man, you're hearing things. And then I walked inside. All the the Nerf gun darts had all been fired at one time from the gun. They all just like exploded out. And it, since the like since the tank had been left for so long at like full pressure, it eventually just it gave it, it exploded right there on the couch. Solid. I feel Solid. like I could have sued Nerf. You know, if like if you play oh, yeah. your cards right on that, that's like an easy lawsuit. Yeah, but damn, I missed out. But yeah, I know for my era of the cul-de-sac gang didn't happen until was that your sophomore year that you quit football, Chris? Yeah, because I was. Um, it was yeah your sophomore your sister, year, my freshman year. Your sister was around more than to begin you, with. Yeah. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, it had to be sophomore year of football. Your freshman year. Yeah, and and, uh, and Chris comes walking outside to the front of the school and is like, "Hey, I need a ride home." And I had no idea who this kid was, but he's like, "But I know your sister." And I was like, "Who? Who the hell is this guy?" So I, I, mom picked me, me up and him up, took us home, and like I, when we pulled into his driveway, and then I went home and like book asked where like, where we had been, this, that, and the other. She's like. Yeah, that's the house we always go down to. So, like, that following weekend or a few days later that weekend, I decided to actually go down and hang out, and it all went downhill from there. Then the uh, NCAA Dynasty on 2011 started, and we're in, like, year 2069 at this point. Yeah, but then every day after school, I was probably spent down at down at the Williams household. Uh, probably ate way more of Angie's food than she would like would like me to. I mean, she's flat out told you you ate too much food. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> you and Gary you have, have to start You have bringing... literally gathered the nickname Mooch for like the past five years. <laughs> at one point, at one point in time, Adam and Garrett were, would be seen walking down the street into our cul-de-sac carrying a pitcher of tea and, and a bag snacks. full of snacks because they got chewed out for eating everybody's food and drinking all the drinks. <laughs> but like you, you kind of remember like we we would be hanging out with each other for hours upon hours and you just kind of forget where you're at and you would just like go grab drinks or you wouldn't realize how much you were yeah. you were getting and, and stuff like and that. And being in high school like none of us none of us thought about it. Do y'all remember yeah. the fridge in the garage? Like it was literally for for so high school, and yeah. Water. For high school, it. like early or late middle school, early high school, late high school, like was the stocked place to have. Like we had so many oatmeal cream pies, cosmic brownies, um, Twinkies, chips, uh, pop tarts, popsicles. And the fridge was just stock full of everything non-alcoholic because none of us were anywhere close. 
But like, it was literally the perfect place for any high school kid at all. Like, and that's why we're all so fucking fat. I.e. the Chunky years. Boy Nation. Chunky Boy Nation. Chunky Boy Nation was, was born out of the cul-de-sac gang. So I'm, I'm slowly making my way out of Chunky Boy Nation. Yeah, we, we, all tr- we all trying. Way. We all trying. And then we found Bud Light. <laughs> and, and we all entered back into the Chunky Boy Nation. You got to switch that White Claw, man. Like, no calories. He he is. There's in, no laws against. The he's, he's there's in, no laws in drinking the claw. Have you had that happen to you yet as a police officer? Uh, I wrote someone a ticket last no two weeks ago because I was in Orlando last week. I wrote a guy an open container ticket for a white claw, and Dude. I can't wait to go to court for it because I'm working so hard to find a way to work like the no law against the claw phrase into my testimony when this guy comes up to the stand. Oh, that's gonna be grand. <laughs> so. But even though he was drinking the claw, it was still against the law. Right. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I mean, if I was him and I was already in court, you might as well just try it. You know, courts are open. You guys can come sit on any of you want to. So if you want to come here and do it, you're I mean, more I than kinda, welcome. I kind of have a job. I might, I'm, I might actually come out there. Like I'll, I'll find up some way to get out work just to be like, hey, I gotta go to the courthouse for like 15 minutes. Don't no, ask tell questions. Me, tell me you got jury duty and you don't actually yeah. have jury duty. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, do what? Can we heckle you from the back? No, no, you will get held in contempt of court, and you will end up with a charge. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to heckle nobody in court. I'm just trying to listen to his testimony, and then Nate say there's there is laws when drinking the claw. <laughs> but Austin, it is your time to shine, buddy. I want I want to hear your favorite story of living together. We only lived oh. together for like. A year? Eight months. Well, so I mean, quite a year. We we haven't even talked about Miles Fisher. I was said that's the whole. Oh, be- that was the best part man. of y'all living together was the third roommate and no, Miles no, Fisher. No, it wasn't. It was literally the worst. Part I of love Miles. We lived together for eight months. Yeah. 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 You, you, lived you lived the other four months in that house. Me and Austin have lived lo- together longer than that. <laughs> uh-huh. We're going on a year and a half. Yeah. It sucks. I bet. I've seen your house. Our house was nowhere near that dirty. Yeah. So. <laughs> There, there are so many, there's so many great stories from when we lived together. The thing is, is I just don't think that you'll like any of my favorite ones because almost all of them either involve Miles or Roger Lee Stafford stealing your high school diploma. That is, that is one drunk, of my, that is one of my favorite moments. And you're chasing him around your front yard, and I'm pretty sure Cotton was the one who ended up tackling him. Like, I don't, I don't remember. But oh my goodness! That before the white claws and no laws, there were strawberry Ritas and right big old Roger Lee Stafford, Mister Manly Man over there, downed about I don't know maybe nine. Started calling. It started acting like he drank the whole fifteen pack, and then we wake up in the morning. There's still six strong ones sitting in the refrigerator. So, he, hey, to his to his credit though, there is a lot of alcohol in those. Yeah, anyway, it's stronger than a beer. Such. Um, so I think my favorite story from when we lived together it does involve miles fisher but it, it involved him you know kind of getting his comeuppance so i think you'll enjoy this one miles is is very much so considers himself a ladies man oh yes like he's the kind of guy who will use and abuse your daughter and not really give a shit about it right like this is the kind of guy yeah he's probably told you know he's he'll tell your girl anything to get in bed with her and then you know dip out the next morning without saying a word or no, no snuggling afterwards no breakfast no nothing like that so this is honestly like he's a hit it and quit it type of guy. Right. This is Full maybe on. I'm not. This is maybe within the first month, month and a half of us living it was there. In the, you're talking about the softball girl. Yeah. First week. Okay. It, it was very early. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're hanging out. We had a pool table in the garage. It was dope. And Miles is like, hey, this girl's gonna roll by, and we're like, ah, oh, okay, cool, whatever, you know, do your thing. All right. So she so- shows up. 
a very masculine young lady. I mean, muscular, like kind of deep voice. She just kind of had that like look. And, like I'm not saying like butchy or anything like that. Like I mean, it was definitely like she's still a girl, but pretty masculine, right? She and, would beat up Jacob Smoke. And Miles, and I mean, I hope he's got it under control, but like legitimately a mild, at least mild alcoholic at this point in his life. This girl goes like drink for drink with him, like whiskeys, Bud Lights, whatever you throw at her, she's just down in it. She's drinking Miles under the table. She's kicking his ass at pool. She's just taking advantage of this man in every way. And yes, that is foreshadowing. So she ends up staying the night and she's like, Hey, like, you know, uh, you know, can I crash tonight? Like, you want to hang out? Blah, blah, right, blah. My, one qu- whose room did Miles have? He had the master bedroom. He had Auntie's old room. How the hell did you not wind up with? I just stayed well, in my room. The initial plan was to have two people stay in the master. Okay. But we okay. never found a fourth. Because yeah, no nobody live would miles. live with Miles, and I, and I don't blame him. Yeah. So when this like this girl, every time she goes to inside to make herself a drink or goes to the bathroom, Miles is like, "I'm gonna fucking marry this girl. She's perfect." Like he is falling head over heels in love in a matter of hours with this girl that he knew from high school or from his short time in college, or something like that. And if you walk out there and like hang out with them, subtle for- shot at his college career. It yeah. Was- so it wasn't subtle. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, if you walk like it, the, I remember that night, pretty pretty great. If you walk out there and you listen to Miles talking to her, like he is just trying to spit game, and Homegirl is literally like, yeah. I mean, you could tell she's like, listen, I'm here to hang out with you tonight. I'm gonna have sex with you. I'm gonna use your bed, and then I'm gonna go on to wherever I need to. Because she was from like USC Union or something, right? And uh, and she like was on her way somewhere for the next day. So yeah, I mean, Miles was literally a free hotel stay. <laughs> Jesus, Adam, you ain't even talking. <laughs> Miles was literally like a free hotel stay, and and all it's she had to like do was just if you've ever her if you've own. ever seen How I Met Your Mother, there's the thing on there called the sexless innkeeper. Yes. yes. Where you act like you're gonna have sex, but except you, there you, was sex. Yeah. That's yeah. so he's like he's like the sex giving innkeeper. Yeah. But he thinks but it's all him though. It, it, like he thinks he's just spitting this hard game, and like he got her to come over, and he's definitely gonna lay it tonight. Yada yada. In yada. all honesty, we don't really know that he slept with her. Like honestly, yeah. he he probably went down on her. She nutted and then rolled over and went to bed. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> like she really like she used the shit out of that man for a place to stay, and dipped out the next morning. Didn't tell him she was leaving, and did not text him again after that it was she so cut great. him off immediately three days later he acted like he was fucking heartbroken yeah i know seriously <laughs> and then the next weekend he came home with one of our one of our high school friends so yeah adam knows where i'm going you know where i'm going with that oh all right savannah oh <laughs> i forgot about her <laughs> so yeah yeah, that was interesting. All of a sudden, I walk into my house, and there's Savannah. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. What are you doing here? She Adam's treated, not here. She treated him like shit, too, though. Oh, it was great. <laughs> she got a kid. It don't matter. Yeah, it really don't. Well, so. there was, like, debate on whether or not it was his for a minute. Yeah, well, he, no. he was saying there was debate. Yeah. No, so, fair enough. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Roger Lee Stafford stealing my diploma was a good moment. Yeah. It was a good moment. It was good. So, and, and the many long nights till about 3 a.m. So, mm-hmm. what else was there? The garbage bag and raw beef situation was pretty nasty. Yeah. Uh, so Miles found out that he was getting kicked out of the house early. So he literally balled up a, how much? What, like half pound maybe? Probably half pound, yeah. It was like a baseball sized wad of ground beef. 
and just like fastballs it towards Chris's head because he's drunk and pissed about the fact that he's getting kicked out because his dumbass didn't want to pay his rent on time. So was that was that a you thing or was that a Angie thing? Oh, no, him and him and Angie I mean, got that, into that it. That was a very... Miles thing. He didn't pay his rent on time. Well, yeah. And, yeah. Well, he, so, then did Angie say, "All right, because you're not paying, you're getting booted"? Yeah, yeah. But he, yeah. he started, so, he, started getting, he started getting chippy with Angie, even though Angie was just like, "Hey, pay your rent or leave." This is how this works. So the final straw was she set it up like a legit like rental, even though it was Chris's mom. She st- we still had a lead, like a you know all that kind of good shit, and just like a normal rental thing, it was it's due on the first, but have it by the 5th at least you know but it's due on the 1st all right so the 5th of that month rolls around miles hasn't paid her yet he says okay i'm going to bring it over but he waits till right before he has to leave for work when he knows he's not going to be at the house takes an envelope of money across the street to where chris's mom lives on the other side of the cul-de-sac knocks on the door to leave it there angie's in the shower bubba takes it miles is just like hey make sure angie gets this well he shorted her it wasn't all of the rent, and it's already the fifth of the month. And then, like, he just kind of tried to spit some bullshit about, like, why he didn't have it. But then it turned into why he didn't think he should have to have it and why he should have more time and all this other kind of shit. And it just – it blew up. Like, it got ugly really, really quick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not mad about it. I'm pretty happy. I, I wish we could have found – I wish happy. I wish we could have found a roommate and yeah, we could have stayed cool. living together. Yeah. But – I'm moving with Strange Wayne to come over and hang out with y'all and move. Strange Wayne didn't work with us. Yeah, he wasn't a thing at that point. Oh, he wasn't. Cotton was about the only other option, I think. Yeah, but Cotton was at Coastal, either Francis Marion or Coastal. He was at Francis Marion, that's right. Leo? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. You didn't want to live with Leo? That would have been worse than Miles. Rio Rio couldn't afford rent because his truck would have been broken down three times (laughs) in a month. (laughs) Remember how bad that Ford used to break down? Yeah. So, oh my gosh. All right, are we rolling into Austin's stupid question today? Absolutely. All right, let's so roll Austin, with it. Let's see what you got. Your time to shine, buddy. What you got for us? All right. So in recent news, um, the giant, ginormous black hole that is in the center of our galaxy has awoken. It was for what, the last. Poke it with a stick. Like, I, I've, you... <laughs> I've awoken a few holes in my day. <laughs> well, so the giant black hole has awoken. Um, scientists are yet to find out why it has awoken, and um, it's kind of alarming news because we literally don't know much about black holes. Um, so this is my question. I'm going to start off by that. The world's going to come to an end eventually. What would be, if you could be on a side view and watch it, what would be your favorite way for the world to end? By natural disaster. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick this off. Um, I, well, first off, I'm going to say I've read a little bit about the black hole. You also got to think about how long it takes that light to travel here to get to our telescopes. That stuff happened millions of years ago. And it's just, it's just, it started getting brought for con- contextual evidence that it started emitting more light. Which, if you know anything about black holes, it's got such a gravitational pull, it sucks in light. So, like, how's it emitting more light now all of a sudden? So, it's just a weird question of what's going on. Well, have you seen the radioactive flares that's been coming off of it recently? It probably ate a star or something that we just don't know about. So, yeah, apparently, what they scientists believe is something was moving and moved into it. And it's just, we're we're watching it basically ingest whatever yeah. move near it, but the cool I think one of the cool ways would just like I think it'd be really neat to just see like humanity run its course, 
just see like the subtle decline of humanity. Like if they went back into like, you know, sticks and stones era, like everything just collapsed. Because that'd just be really cool to see how every little stepping stone downward. So you think humanity is just going to get so lazy and dumb that, that we're going to slowly go back into like the cave caveman eras? Well, what if? Well, what if tech? Do you think technology is going to evolve? Technology, I think, is eventually going to evolve enough, so, but I think it might, so it might it gonna, collapse. Is it, it going to turn collapse. into... Well, what if one of those big, like, sun flares hits the right way and we basically get a worldwide EMP, you know? And yeah, we lose w- all the technology that we're so heavily dependent on. Exactly. That would be wild. But I say, or does it turn into, like, a iRobot situation? Oh, like, or, like, the Terminator, or, like, yeah. like, like machines AI take over? over. Yeah. yeah. If, if we're that heavy on, or, hell, idiocracy, and we just become... A we become so dumb that we're feeding Gatorade to plants because it's what they need like yeah. in the movie. Like, electrolytes. Yeah, electrolytes. Plants need electrolytes. I think that'd just be cool to see, like, but see yeah, like society you have, you have a recliner human race just kind of, like, run its course. You have a recliner that's your bathroom sleeping yeah. TV station all in one, like... Just do, to see if it, like, see if, see if it went that way. That'd yeah. be cool. Because, I mean, like... If, Massive global storms, that'd be cool. Like, what's that movie? The, the Day G- After Tomorrow? Geostorm, where they controlled the weather from the satellites. Right. Yeah. That'd be cool. Like, you see, like, storms really got that bad. They were taking places off the map. That'd be cool to see. That was that was a decent movie. I just <laughs> want your opinion. I, I know you garbage. <laughs> That's a terrible movie. Is it better or worse than Day After Tomorrow? It's way worse than The Day After Tomorrow. The Day After That's Tomorrow true. is a legit, it, that like, is a great, great movie. movie. Oh, yeah, no, I, I think it's a great movie, too. I think it's great to me too. So. Yeah, Geostorm is so bad it's like funny, which I appreciate. I love movies that are like that. So, Alex, if that happened to us, how would you survive? No, I. How is your plan to survive that? In any situation like that, you'd have to go to like basic survivalism. Like you have to go live off the land. What if there's no like, land to live off of? So it's just underwater. Yeah, just everything. Well, then we're going to Water World, and I'm gonna start y'all catching seen fish. Water World? Yeah. No, I've never seen Water World. No. Oh, you should watch it. Great movie. Great okay. movie. People have gills. So is it turning into like Jar Jar Binks of the world? <laughs> kind of. You're like you've like the same oh, anatomy Nate. as Jar Jar Binks, but you're not Nate. dumb and a pointless character to the movie. Was it one of you cats that said Jar Jar Binks is the most pointless Star Wars character of all time? Jar Jar Binks is hot garbage. <laughs> uh, but I like Jar Jar. I'm pretty Binks. sure it was me. I'm pretty sure it was me. Damn. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I Alex thought you would be a fan of Jar Jar Binks. Okay, I want to be clear. I love every single Star Wars movie. I love the prequels to death. But Jar Jar Binks is ridiculous. So there's actually this is so unrelated. Maybe I'll talk about it with you guys another guy. But to just throw it out through people's minds, there's actually a really, really well thought out fan theory that Jar Jar Binks is actually a Sith Lord. I read that one time. And, yeah, and it's he, wild. And he kind of put so much of this stuff in motion, and it makes a lot of sense. I love it. But anyways, wow. Back yeah. to the. That's how I think it'd be pretty cool to see everything go down. No, what's yeah. the uh, the Seth Rogue? Is it? Um, uh, never and, mind. We're not going to continue back on the conversation. What's the um? Seth Logan movie that's like was it End of the World or something like that? That has like, oh, I think it's this is the this end. Is the this end. is the end. Yeah, that's and the way it's got I got that whole crew in it. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's how I. Yeah, like but all to that was a movie about revelations. That's all that was. But that'd be wasn't it? But yeah, it was based on the premise of that kind of stuff and them trying to live through it. But yeah, that that'd be funny to watch it just kind of unfold that like the way that movie had it set up and let it unfold that kind of way. Yeah, and it just be like a full on comedy. Alright, so like I was saying, like the whole Seth Rogen version, um, yeah, just kind of watch it unfold as like a comedy, but the whole world ends due to like a giant space monster, <laughs> like it's coming out of the earth, 
it's like cussed. So you just want a, a giant squid come flying out no, of the no, crust of the earth? No, it'd be lo- more like a uh, horned Godzilla-looking thing. So, so like Pacific Rim, except we don't have giant robots to fight back. Correct. But ne- never seen that either. Pacific Rim was was Pacific decent. Pacific Rim's good. Then they start getting weird. Oh, what was that military movie that you and I watched that one Battleship? time? With the- yes, yeah, that- Liam Neeson. Yeah, that was I'm just going to let you on a little Andriana? secret. That- everybody hates that movie. I can quote that. Nate, do you hate that movie? Battleship. Yeah, it's a guilty pleasure. It's it's not a technically a good movie, but I enjoy it. It's a See, guilty pleasure, but it's so, it's so... I like Liam it's, Neeson. I've seen that movie... It's so far wrong in so many spots that, like, it's just, like, you kind of... You have to disconnect from reality and what... Wait, you're telling me is. I can't super drift a battleship by dropping the anchor and just let it... No, it would just <laughs> rip the fucking anchor off. I have seen <laughs> that movie... the battleship around? I have seen that movie, no lie, 50-something times. Good Lord. That movie... There's three movies in which I have seen about 50 times each. That movie... A team and White House Down. Those three movies I have seen each fifty times because it's a wild list of three movies to watch a lot. Because every time I would come home from school on just come home from school at three thirty on FX had on, on a FX. Lot. It had one of those three movies on, and every single time I put that on, I don't know why I've seen them all fifty times. I just sat there and would do homework and watch those movies every single day. Me and Strange Wayne gotta let you borrow some movies then, because that is just absolutely incredible. Terrible. I can quote every single one of the movies. I'm not sure that I've seen A Team. Somebody tell me what's what it's about. Oh, you ain't. Seen it's A-team the Mr. T movie. They're, like you never seen the old TV show A Team. They're falling in a tank. Out Chris of is just so hold far on, hold disconnected. On, hold on, hold on. Right, go, Austin. What was it? They're falling out of a tank. No, they're falling out of an airplane. A airplane. In, in a tank. tank. In a tank. Yeah. And they, oh, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. I've seen down that. down late yeah. to slow themselves down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that before. Okay. And when that yeah. bitch drives right. out of the water and that old Russian couple's just like sitting there staring at him. <laughs> but anyways, back to Austin's question. Let's not go on yeah. any more well, tangents. So speaking of movies and also tying it back to Austin's question, has everyone seen Rogue One, a Star Wars story? Yes. 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 Okay. So that's how I want the world to end. Like at the end, with that one big explosion, where it's just like the slow but like absolutely gorgeous, like engulfing explosion that's just kind of like oh, like you can see it coming from the horizon. You yeah. can see the Earth just. You know, of... I'm trying to go out in a blaze of glory with a beautiful girl in my arms. Like, do you want it to be a blowing out or a blowing in? No, I literally want. Like one explosion starts at one pole and another explosion starts at the other pole and just it just meet me at the equator slowly, slowly engulfs the entire world because you know considering where we live that gives us a decent amount of time and when I say like slowly I mean like this thing is crawling you know so like a couple of hours to engulf the whole earth I was thinking like a day a day because that's gonna give me like you know at least a good twenty hours before it gets down to where we are how many times are you fucking in that twenty hours. As many times as he'll allow it, his body allows this it. This is 100%. World's going to end. This is where guys' minds go. All right, how many times can I fuck in 20 hours? <laughs> and what food am I going to eat last? That is male perspective of pineapple. To be honest with you, I, like, and I, I promise, I, I don't mean this. I love a humor right there. I, I, I don't mean this in like some sort of like macho, braggy way at all. I mean, I've had a, I've had a lot of sex. <laughs> But like, I mean, and no, but no joke. Other than alcohol, I've been completely sober my entire life. If the world is ending, I'm doing every drug that I can get my hands on. 
That's I'm what Nate's you. worried about. Like, yo, did I did I pitch this? We gotta finish this damn question. But anyways, no, we're good. Um, uh, there's a, I may have mentioned this, this story, but there's a there was a bear in Alaska that found like a million dollars worth of cocaine. Oh, have I told this story on this podcast? The raging bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it on this podcast? We didn't talk about it on the podcast. I have so. not heard this oh, okay. story. Okay, so there's a story. This this bear found like it was like some sort of like drug thing have gone wrong, and there was basically just a brick of cocaine sitting somewhere. And this bear found it, ate the entire fucking brick, and you know, for the and the bear died of course because he ate so much cocaine his heart literally just eventually mm-hmm. exploded. Yeah, but you know, in the probably only fifteen minutes of life he had after eating that brick, eating that brick of cocaine, that was the top apex creature, predator, whatever on this planet. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine guaranteed? Yours? Can you imagine like if you're out in the woods, you're hunting? And uh, you see how, that? How many shots could the bear take before oh, it died? Uh, it, it, all it, of them. It'd be cool if I could finish my sentence. But anyways, imagine being out in the woods hunting, and you see a grizzly bear that is coked out of his damn mind, just come running by like, and just like hauling ass like forty miles an hour. Like that that, that bear was unstoppable for those okay. fifteen minutes on yeah. its hind legs. Yeah, yeah. On its hind legs, running how, forty how miles many, an hour. How ah. many bullets is it taking? And <laughs> one. One perfectly placed one, but the odds of you placing that bullet Could you, slim to none. So, I mean, through the brain? Through the brain? That's what it's going to take? One through yeah. the brain? Yeah, it's going. you're going to hit him in the cranium. All right, if you don't hit him in the brain, how many shots do you think that bear could take? A lot. A lot. <laughs> People have survived, like... Straight through the lungs. People have survived... No, because, I mean, it's not going to be instant. It's going to take, like, cocaine is insane. There are people who have survived like 15 to 20 gunshot wounds all over their chest and like up torso in general, but they were so coked up, they lived for like two hours. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <It's fine. laughs> all right, so Nate was on topic. He wants a quick explosion. Um, I mean, that's going to have, I mean, for you to have a beautiful woman in your arm, that ain't gonna that's going to be another 20, 30 years for the world can end, I guess. Hey, I'm just I can get plenty you. of beautiful women on my arm. The problem is keeping them. There. <laughs> um, honestly, I would like I would like something beautiful, like a meteor shower, or like something falling out of the sky that you can kind of like Alston's point of, you know, sitting out on the back porch and just kind of watching it happen. What is I'm that, sorry, what is that face for? So I was thinking about like the part you were describing where it's all in the air and you can see, it, and I'm like, yeah, that's really pretty. But once that shit starts hitting, it's gonna get terrifying real quick. Oh yeah. Because what if a couple miss you first? <laughs> it's gonna like, be it's <laughs> gonna be Russian roulette. Uh, is it gonna hit me today? Or is it gonna hit Johnny over there? Uh, let's play. It would we'd 100 people would be betting on it. Ah uh, yeah, I'm gonna survive. I'm gonna survive another two days with this meteor shower. I'm gonna say, is it just a constant meteor shower until everything's just gone? Yeah, I mean, it's literally like. It, it, See, but that'd I, what be more I mean terrifying is, if it wasn't the big one that came in and wiped out, but it was like small ones, Volkswagen-sized meteors just riddled the earth over and over and over again. Well, I was thinking like, like I'm trying to think of a good, good, like a like the the size of Williams Bryce Stadium, like a, a good thirty to right. sixty of those, those are, are coming at you. Yeah. So like, I mean, obviously you're gonna die. You're wa- you know, you're watching them kind of coming. You're taking the moment. You know, you're gonna see some land offshore. You know, or, or you know, some in, in North Carolina or something. And you know, you're just kind of watching them come in. But- I'm standing under one. I'm just in it quick. You know, just taking it, taking it to the dome. Oh. I would I would I would watch it and then I feel like all right, you know what is coming in. I'm gonna go ahead and you know cook a good meal and and eat and die pretty much. Um, no coke. 
no cocaine for me. Just so. going to sprinkle that I'm pretty, on top I'm pretty of sure my, the uh, four the four of us would just kind of come together. We'd have like a little neighborhood party about it. Uh, funnel cake. Yeah, <laughs> take y'all would forget to invite me. Take some LSD with some angel dust, hey, whatever hey, you it can is. Run, I, Jesus, I, you can, I invited myself to this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, say, I say, what are you talking about? As, as coked up as you'll be, you can run to wherever we're at. <laughs> Take some LSD or Pixie dust, Angel dust, all combined, and you just like you catch the meteor, toss it back into outer space. So yeah, oh. so <laughs> Nate did steal my idea about doing any drug possible, um, but I am big fan of big meteor, one single one, and I want it on a timer. I want to know when the world's gonna end, and you just get like a week ahead of time. They just say they come on every news channel. Hey, there's a Earth-sized meteor headed for Earth. It's going to arrive in seven days. Here's the countdown clock. Go do whatever you want for seven days. And you just have seven days to decide what the fuck you're going to do with the rest of your life. I mean, that's that's not a bad way to go out, I guess. No, that's not bad. So if you want some more perspective and insight... But at the same time, I thought you said you were sitting off, like, sidelined watching it, not yeah, you but being... Yeah, none of us really answered it that way, though. Yeah, yeah no. but you're all going to... You're. I mean... I mean, You're I thought I did. I kind of said I wanted to sit back and watch a creature come out of the crust of the ocean. <laughs> I didn't. I said the same thing. I said I would want to watch humanity fall. I said, I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think you're gonna have seven to ten days to wait on the creature. I'm pretty sure the creature's just gonna happen. So, yeah, that'd be. But that'd be cool to see the next thing. All right, yep, that's it. There you go. There's the world. There goes China. So uh, there's a movie that actually has that exact premise to it. It's called Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. And it has Steve Carell and Kira Knightley in it, but it's not like wacky Steve Carell. It's like slightly more serious, but it's like a rom com. But literally, there's a giant meteor coming towards Earth, or a sunspot, or I think it's a sunspot. Maybe there's something hurling towards Earth, and like scientists have confirmed that it is going to wipe out all of humanity. But there's like a week or three days or something until it hits. So the whole movie is about how everyone on earth is handling that and honestly there are people who have handled it just like i mean they find this weird like sex club that people started there's a bunch of people doing drugs some people are just trying to find love for the first time like it kind of runs the gambit so you know how, you're the, not the first person the, to think of that. does the movie end with everybody dying yes okay no, the whole world like 100 percent goes up okay. you and i were thinking yeah. the same thing Spoilers. the meteor's just gonna not hit and everybody's gonna be like yeah well that would be Fuck. like that would be, that would be the movie <laughs> thing to do right yeah but, but no they like they they go ahead and stick with the dark tone and it all goes up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So if Chris's meteors are hitting, where would you where on the earth would you want it to hit first? Pick me out one place you want it to hit first. Nah, fuck it. Let's hit uh let's hit the Middle East. Let's hit Sandy Land. <laughs> France. Yeah, France kinda su- well. <laughs> They probably they probably run away anyway. It doesn't matter. We've already, I want to see like hit California and see if you can actually make it disappear off the map. Like, that would be cool. If the too. San Andreas Fault's able to split open and just it just sinks, that would be cool. I'm going to go like Iceland or like one of the polar caps because that way I'm going to get some sick waves coming down before you know hit yeah. Greenland. Iceland ain't done nothing to you. I mean, either one, they're fine. I wanted to hit Kim Jong-un's forehead. Just <laughs> square through his palace to his cranium. Big yikes. That's what I want. Yeah. Now, North Korea still be like, no, it's all happy and peaceful over here. Nothing happened. <laughs> Just straight, straight to the cranium. Kim Jong-un forehead destroyed meteor. Earth saved. <laughs> <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly how they would spin it. In yeah. the first two episodes, Austin pissed off people. Who, who were those people? 
I think one of them was like Minnesota or North Dakota or something. Yeah, it was some northern, north, midwestern. He, he told him there, like but, Iowa, but, but, Idaho. I think it was Iowa or Idaho or something. He like was like, here, but nothing but a bunch of potato eaters. Idaho, potato growing Idaho people. Oh, there was the a, Irish. There was a. There was a. It was Irish yeah, he said both. He got Good he got Lord. into different episodes. He got both of them in there. <laughs> Still, favorite thing I've ever said before. Was- All right, Alex, who would you like to hit? I don't know. I think the hitting an ocean would be pretty cool to see. It just oh, that would be create some monster monster waves. But none of us surf, so like, yeah. what are it's we going to do? It's just going to be exciting yep. to see a three hundred foot tall wave crash into the coast. We finally find Amelia Earhart's plane. That's such a great point, though, because how much fun is it to just throw rocks into water or hit golf balls into water just to yeah. watch that little? You I know, mean, we did it at Chris's wedding. Exactly. So, yeah. So to I get mean, to watch like the biggest golf ball in history just splash into the middle of the Atlantic, <laughs> that would be pretty dope. Which one yeah. of you almost hit a? Uh, car no so jacob J- jacob hit the uh other side of the bank yeah, Jesus. He, no 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 talking about we uh somebody shanked it hard oh, right oh oh somebody so, like oh, in the parking lot yeah i don't know but, but jacob, jacob did al- almost hit the freaking street yeah yeah but he yeah no he crushed his first one and bounce either one bounced it off the bank or either it hit the bank and bounced back into the water it was a stroke and a half. They crushed that ball. Talking about weddings, I made a bet with Nate earlier tonight. Um, for his wedding present at his first wedding, because I didn't say this originally, I'm going to say at his first wedding, because he tried to screw me with this, I am going to let him fully taser me with a full taser and prongs and everything. So that is... Uh, the fun wedding. I thought you said you've already been tased. He got tased earlier this evening. <laughs> so there's so a difference we... between just Hand like, the tased. contact drive stun and like getting hit with the prongs. So like the drive stun is just very local. Wherever you hit it, it just locks you up like right there. Like I hit him in the arm, and it just like tends his whole arm up. But the prongs are the ones that like you see the YouTube videos where people start running and all of a sudden they're just like dolphining straight into the ground yeah. because it, yeah. it locks up all full your body muscles. Se- full body seizure style. Right, <laughs> exactly. So on my at my bachelor party for my first ever wedding, I get to tase tase Austin. And like I'm very like lit. Okay. So if anyone's trying to get married like next week, and, <laughs> and then call it off. Adam, you're next. Next for what? <laughs> <laughs> but but either way, uh, Austin does have that video, and so we would like to post that up on the Instagram page yeah! if you allow it. We have a little bit of complications with that. No, we're not. Nate, is there any legalities behind being able to post that video? The uh, only thing you see is his hand. You can't tag me in it. You can't say my last name, which means you can't. Just don't say it. Just we'll just say Austin got tased. So it's you, fine. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, mean, you I can, don't plan on putting any names on Pretty yeah. sure it's kind of incriminating that he's already talked about everything he, he is on this podcast. Yeah. So if they connect the two, it's, he's done. So for. basically, just if you tag me in anything, you just have to either use Cinetopical or the Movie Nate account where my last name isn't associated to it. Okay. But We'll find a way. Yeah. And I wouldn't say incriminating. It's just like, you know, frowned upon. High-level policy breaking. It's, it's <laughs> frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. So like, what did it feel like all in the arm? In the arm, what did it feel like? It, I mean, it felt like a good. I don't know. It was really weird. Like your your arm just take my arm just took a son of a bitch. <laughs> so Nate's pull, Nate's pulling it on him again. Nate's about to get him. 
Oh God! I think it, I, think it, I think it picked up the clicking on the mic. It really did. Woo. All right, for Nate, I don't. I get all right, obviously it didn't feel. All right, all right, all right, all right. So Austin's statement of it wasn't ah. that bad is wrong because Austin just about shit himself when he saw the taser <laughs> no, coming like, at him again. It, it, no, Nate can attest to this. It's really not that bad. Like what you. And it, granted, it wasn't the actual like prongs and everything. What you see on those videos of people like dolphin diving because they're locked up is like it's not that. I mean, it will literally take your arm over though. Your arm will do whatever the fuck it wants to do. Mine kicked out to the left, but um, it's just like a really good. You know when you get dead legged and you take like a knee to the thigh, it's very strong. One of those was your arm like back to a hundred percent immediately. Afterwards? About 15 seconds. Your muscles will twitch a little bit afterwards. Yeah, you soon, feel a little tingle like down. I felt it in my pinky finger. But outside of that, like... You've got me highly curious, but... I don't it know. really isn't <laughs> bad. If you want it, you can get it. <laughs> like, I would I would definitely do, do that again. Not right now! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, on the air, let's get Adam dazed right now. All right, hold on, hold on. There's three people, <laughs> there's three people in here that have to do a punishment via the will of punishment. And I will allow all three of y'all to be tased to remove one of y'all's punishments. So Alex would go down to zero, and Chris and Adam would go down to two each. I'm just not trying to take a taser to the one tonight, <laughs> in all honesty. But I'm not in the mood for this on a Tuesday night either. I'll take the I'll take the punishments whenever we do them. Just make the punishment getting tased. No. no. <laughs> I mean, that then we got to call you every other week. Chris wouldn't shave his legs as a punishment. He's not going to take a taser. No, no, no. Chris wouldn't shave his. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Legs. He yeah. could just wear pants to his job, but heaven forbid do that. I mean, in December. Yeah, I might at this point in December. Did you wear pants every day to your job? Yeah. Even you mean in the it, summer. You mean, yes. you, mean yeah, inside so of the, you mean inside in the air conditioning? I wasn't inside. Not you. Him. So. I still wore pants every day. Nate's Chris full, acts like Nate's he's out there laboring jumpsuit. in the sun. Chris acts like he's the got a hard sun labor. The summer is not cold, by the way. Are even you in your car. All right, I have a... Just keep the windows rolled up. <laughs> Put the air full blast. You'll be all, all right. right. I have a little, how much would it take for you? Speaking of tasers, how much would it take for you to take a taser to the backside of your ball sack? Oh, oh. <laughs> How much would it take? So I've been like the. Wait a minute. I want to clarify. I want to clarify this. The prongs or the the one that he gave you. The contact. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say the prongs. Jesus. So I see this video of you getting tased real quick. I've been hit. Open your Snapchat. He didn't send it on the Snapchat. Uh. I've been hit with just the the contact uh, multiple times. Like like because when we do our training for it, we play these stupid little games where someone is coming at you with the taser going and you have to try to quick, like it's under, like, can you reload under pressure and stuff like that? But as the, as it goes on, they start moving the person walking towards you with a taser closer and closer to you. So it's like, it gets to the point where you have like a second and a half to reload or you're going to get popped. So I've been tagged with the contact plenty of times. I've been hit with the prongs once and I've been OC sprayed. And I'm telling you right now, there is nothing that you can do or pay me to get me to take that to the back of my balls. The, no what, amount the, of money. Like not the even contact. Not even just like a split second. 
Because, A, I mean, first of all, in all realness, like, I get the joke of it, but that could legitimately sterilize you. Like, that could really mess something up in there. So. We got a, we got a few friends that need that, then. Devin Collins. Oh, um. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, He's though. not going to hear this, so fuck it. Yeah, yeah he's not going to listen to this. No amount of money, really. Like, literally no amount of money. It would be... Okay, that's probably not true. <laughs> 20 bucks, come, 20 bucks be, hits the table. Yeah, let's do it. It would, it would be more than anyone would ever be willing to pay me. Oh, absolutely. I'll put it, I'll put it that way. No, I mean, we literally just want a price point. Like, literally. You could create, if you if, if it's $115 million, say it. 500 grand. $500,000. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, well, that's, yeah. All right, Nate. Come over here and pop me in the arm real quick. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. All right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really not as bad as you, I mean, you're I'm really... going down to one. I'm going down to zero punishments, right? Yep. Yep. He will be done with his punishments. All right. We we have a li- live <laughs> we have a live action uh, punishment going on. Yeah. Hold on. Give me a second. Imagine, <laughs> imagine having two training sergeants whose entire job is to just scare the shit out of you, constantly walking up behind mm. you, going, "Yeah, Jesus." I really hope you don't like. All right. Yeah. Keep your arm somewhere where it's not going to hit anything. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, we've got to get a video in man cave for this. <laughs> Dude, that's weird. It almost feels like there's like a bunch of like bouncy balls kind of like just bursting all over your arm. It's weird. How, pain, a weird how, how painful is it? Ten, oh, zero, oh, to, zero to ten. It's not painful. It's just kind of like like what Austin said, it's debilitating that like you have no control of what your body does. Like that whole shooting like that, I did not do that. That's just yeah, the muscles just locking up on you. Mm, mm. So you think any, about anyone it. Anyone else feeling it? You think it's about it? It's not bad. He's so Alex is so lying, but it's okay. I'm gonna take it anyways. You're doing it? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, come on. It's not bad, dude. <laughs> do it on uh yeah, do it on the left arm. Whew, I hate shots. <laughs> This might be the worst shot you've ever had. It's gonna be the worst shot I ever had. All right, you want to count down or you just want me to? No, I just do it. Oh. Ooh. 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 You know, all right, do you remember that time that I uh, like reached around the stovetop at Zesto's in my fingers? That's exactly what it's like. It's like hitting alternating Holy current. It's yeah. exactly like hitting alternating current. It's, it's the same That's thing. Because it? It, yeah. <laughs> it's electricity <sighs> going through your body. You it's it's lit. It, it's li- it. it's or literally. If, you're, if you're ever been trying to rewire a ceiling fan or a light fixture, oh, yeah. and you touch that while it's on, like or it's like house. the old school. It's the old school like trick lighters where if you you give somebody the lighter to crank Kinda, on yeah. and it would shock a you. It's like that, powerful, but like yeah. you know, a lot it's more powerful. Like, but literally, I mean, that time that I reached around the stovetop at Zesto's and like when I pulled the, I went to take the thing and pull it out of the the outlet. There and my fingers nothing, touched the prongs while it was still in the outlet. There is, and I mean, literally, like my arm just did this. Yeah, and I screamed. Yeah, there is nothing that compares to the feeling of electricity going through your body. It's a strange feeling. Yeah, it's really weird. That was. I'm not saying that was painful, but that was definitely. Like I was expecting less the way you act. Oh, I feel I feel a lot fine. But for me, oh, it was, I feel fine too. But the, the part that killed me was I felt the thing. I felt the taser come up against my arm, and then the Nate just held it there. Yeah. <laughs> and just held it there. The anticipation's the and worst. And it felt like Nate held it there for 15 seconds, but I'm pretty sure the video show it was there for like two seconds. Oh, and I'm just like, when you get hit with the prongs, it's it's five seconds. It's a five second ride, and it is the longest five seconds in history. <laughs> but but then you watch your video, and you're like, that was not that long, but it feels like an eternity that you Good were grief. Yeah. All right, so after we've taken this 
<laughs> he said five hundred thousand, and I'm thinking, mm, no, nah, I'm definitely making more money off of that. <laughs> off to the off to the the nuts. I don't know, man. That's gonna Austin, be a lot of money. I mean, is it Austin? Is it gonna be just like that? Like just what he just did right there? Yep, just a bit. Just gonna ride my balls around for a little bit. <laughs> oh man, five hundred. Ten million after having kids. That's down, what it would take. Would it oh. to the end of your debt? Probably. Oh no, it, I feel like it would go up. I like, feel like a hog, dude. What if it well, hit? What if it hit your taint, ran your colon, and you shit yourself? Like <laughs> that's pretty realistic, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, the idea is that it locks it up. So, uh, in theory, yeah. it's just going to make you clinch. So that well, like, but if I mean, you that, have something kind of like on the tip already, you might squeeze it out. So, I mean, that's 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 what my arm did. It like I, you know. But I felt it when you hit here. I felt it down through my fingers, and I felt it up into my neck. So like it went both ways for me. Did it do that for you? No, it was me all like just in the arm, and just then in my, the arm? My, my arm just jerked. Well, back. You, you know your muscles like go lots of different ways. So yeah. literally, if it just hits one muscle over one way or another, it can change how the rest of them react. But ooh, ten million. Hmm. After having kids, I don't know. I'm at I'm at least getting two million out of this. Oh, I mean, that was just not fun, to be honest with you. Adam hit me in the right nut, and he didn't get both. He just won with a remote control the other night. Came walking in the room, just threw it at me, and it hit me right. And it might have been the most painful 30 minutes of my life. Um, but still, like... Oh, that's true. I didn't think that, like, after you get hit, it's not like your arm is going to... It's not going to bounce no, back to normal. No, that thing's going to stay are, for hours. Yeah, you're going to be you're gonna be debilitated for a couple hours. You give me... 75,000 cash. Like, there's no way I'm turning that down. <laughs> like, it might be the most painful thing I've ever been through. But realistically, I've, I've think about this, that. boys. Like, when they put the money in front of you, your price goes a lot lower. Think, right. think about this, boys. 75,000, and you make that in six hours worth of pain? I think anybody's taking that one. Like, I, I just, yeah, 75,000. Yeah, but I had to have kids first. Well, fuck. All right, I so what I if, gotta what get if you, tased tonight now, what too. If, what if you haven't... All right, oh, for you two, because you both said I have to have kids first. What if you haven't had kids, and they drop... If I haven't had kids, it has to be a million dollars guaranteed. They, no lower. They walk up with $250,000 in cash in a thing, and they just drop it right in front of you. No, because I feel like family's a little bit more important to me than that. $100,000. I'll just adopt. $100,000. Nah. Two hundred thousand dollars. I was about to say Austin's price went from seventy five thousand to a hundred thousand, and the only difference was having yeah. kids or not having kids. Only twenty five <laughs> grand was the difference. Well, yeah. you know, kids cost a lot more than twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'd say it'd have to be like, like a mill. Like guaranteed. that's just tuition yeah. for like yeah. not even like yeah. All right, Adam, are you gonna take one? Well, fuck. I guess I have to now. Shit. Everybody else in the room's taking. Also, one. you got a video of mine, don't you? <laughs> Yeah. Send it to me. Anybody get a video of mine, or we just we just watch it happen? No, I don't want to get tased again for the video. We'll put mine up on the Instagram since it's got the. We'll put both of ours up, mine and Austin's, and then Adam's. Okay. Yeah, we're just gonna put up everybody's butt curses. All right. Do you do you want to count down, or you just want to go in? No, I want you to go in. Just go in. Yeah. Okay. Ah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like weird. Those, it's like one of those lighters. But a little more painful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a ceiling fan. Yeah. I'm just going to let you know, like, it's cool, like, watching, when your arm pulled away, watching how many blue bolts are being shot across the front of that taser. I'm like, oh, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, like... 
Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Jesus. Yikes. Ooh. <laughs> I just kind of thought, like, <laughs> obviously he doesn't have the, the pods on there for, like, the darts. But if he did, and he went to go show he, he has the pods on there for oh, the darts. What if he, like, actually hit me with the damn darts from across the table right then? Just, we would all fucking laugh so our ass you, off. You literally, like, you have to, like, so thankfully there's a separate button for that. Oh, okay. The, yeah. But. Oh, my god. That would have been hilarious. Like, he was just like, see, you look. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here, just got two darts in my face. So. <laughs> on the ground, locked up like Alan from the hangover. So these things, there's a small computer in them that, like, records like when it lights up and stuff like that. I so hope that I don't have to tase anyone anytime soon because if they pull the computer and look at my history of my taser, they're going to be like, what the... No one needs to test it that much. What were you doing? Listen, I had this Nate's girl. Just, Nate's just like riding along night. in the car, just like... Nate's going to get called into IA is what's going to happen. Listen, I had this girl over. She was really, you know, she was looking for a good time. and into pain. Little stimulation. <laughs> when, after Chris went, ooh, I was like, he's probably going to come to Sydney. He's like, yo, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> hot candle wax, same thing. <laughs> yeah, Adam could tell us about that hot candle wax. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, I feel like Adam can, but I think it's also a good time to stop on this note. Um, it's been fun. Nate, thank you for coming in, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks, for, yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for, for tasing uh, us yeah, all. Thanks for tasing us all. That's, hopefully the listeners get a good kick out of that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll, we will be, the videos will be up by the time you're listening to this, so that should be a good time. Comment how much it would take for you to get tased like that. Shouldn't be much. Like, Nate, I did it for free. Like, come on now. Uh, the prongs, though, a little different. I feel like if I wasn't in the line being a cop, the prongs would be like, I need at least like $500 or something like that. Could could you accurately prong us in the nipples? Yeah, for sure. So I have another area that might be a little more realistic. Would you rather get tased on your earlobe or the webbings of your fingers? Like the contact? Earlobe, 100%. Contact, yeah. The contact. I feel like the earlobe, because I feel like Getting tased in the head might not be that bad. Just I mean, it the, happens all the time. Just the sound of the taser, though, in my ear. It might be. Yeah. That would be one hell of a sound. But yeah, I still think I'd, I'd rather take it to the ear instead of the webbing. Because there's hand. no telling which way my hand's going to disconfigure yeah, yeah. when that I, electricity gets running through it. I want to be able to use my hands the way I want to use them a lot more than I care about rather than I can wiggle my ears. You know? Yeah, ears. Same ears. Thing. All right. All right. Well. We're going we're gonna to call it a night here. Uh, another extended episode, another guest star. Uh, hopefully, you guys, you enjoyed this. I think the next guest star we need to get is we need to get uh, we need to get old James Brissett in on a Skype call. Oh, get, yeah. old bo- get old boy in here. We'll figure something out. We'll figure yeah, it we'll out. We'll figure it out. All right. Uh, anybody got any last words, alibis, anything like that? Nate, Subscribe to Senate Topical on YouTube. Seriously, you can win free movies and stuff. We'd really, really appreciate it. We're getting real close to that 1,000 subscriber mark, which means we can get paid to do something that we really, really love and really, really care about. So go check us out. Yeah, definitely worth it. Love you, boys. Thanks for having me on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, share us. Let, let your friends know about us. Get us uh, up to the 1,000 subscriber mark, too, so we can get paid to do S- this. Send in beers you want us to review. Yeah, do that. Send us uh, the beers on the Instagram, Facebook. Uh, the Gmail is just beersbaconbros at gmail.com. And uh, the Instagram handle is beer underscore bacon underscore blows. And then Twitter it's is like beer, beer bacon, bacon bros, bros one. one. Yeah. So yeah, reach out. And then uh, for anybody who doesn't quite know yet, patreon.com. No, patron. Patreon's where they listen Patreon. to it. Patreon.com yeah. 
then just look up Beer, Bacon, and Budge, and you'll be able to find us. Yeah. Alrighty. Thank y'all.